Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the episode of Track Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, this is a special edition. We're kind of in between our first and second seasons of our podcast. Um, again, we're back at Trilogy Financial Studio. Um, before we begin, I want to thank Mark, our producer, Mariah, our SID, for all the good work that they do putting this together. Um, but yeah, it's a special episode. It's Athletic Training Month, and I'm here with our assistant AD of Sports Medicine Campus, campus Health, excuse me, Ron Sampson. You can call me Captain. Captain, there we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then our lovely um, athletic trainer, Kayla Osgood. Thank you for Hello. being here. How are you guys doing? Good Great. It's bright and early this morning, huh? It is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a beautiful day to, to get on a podcast, start talking. So we wanted to have a special episode to highlight the good work you guys do. Highlight really all athletic trainers out there. We know you guys are oftentimes first ones in the gym, last ones to leave, you know, teaching classes in between your long days and your long hours, keeping all our kids healthy and safe. So first and foremost, thank you guys. Um, you know, unsung heroes is an understatement for how much you do and Everything from I need a Band-Aid for my nail that came off to, <laughs> you know, someone's fingers dislocated and popping out the other way. You guys are, are really there for all of it. So all our listeners, um, athletic trainers, sports medicine people, we, we really appreciate the work you do. So for our viewers and our listeners that may not know Ron and Kayla very well, um, I wanted them to have, give them a chance to introduce themselves, talk about their history, where they went to school, what got them passionate um, kind of the blood going of athletic training. And we'll start with Kayla because, Ron, we've had you on here before. <laughs> yes, I know you. So. Um, I went to school at Concordia University, Irvine, where I got my bachelor's in pre-athletic training and allied health. Okay. And then I got my master's in athletic training from the same school. And then before that, I was at Palomar Community College and interned with their athletic training program for about three years. Okay. And Are you from the San Diego area? I am. I okay. grew up in Escondido. What high cute, school? Cute little town. Escondido. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Escondido High School. Yeah. You, small uh, little town. Play sports in high school? I did. I played softball. Okay. And that's how I got into athletic training is I had my fair share of time okay. in that room. And then I had to take, for my senior year, you had to take health. Or some other elective, and health is only half of a semester. And it was in the middle of my days. So I was like, what am I going to do for the other half? So they had athletic training, and I was like, okay, like, whatever. I'll just take that. Okay. Three classes in, I was like, this is what I want to do. Okay. Like, this is going to be my career. And, well, now I'm go. here. <laughs> and, now, and now you're not only an athletic trainer at Pacifica um, a couple years in. You also teach, right? I do. I teach. It's called Medical Core. Um, I teach at Los Amigos High School in Fountain Valley. And it's just like an introduction into medicine. So they learn everything. Like okay. we're on how you breathe right now. And then we're learning about the heart. And then they're going to get CPR certified. Huh. So all of these things. That's cool. Baby athletic trainers. <laughs> it's, it's cool to see kind of come full circle. Maybe you're doing, you're that teacher now or that person who was impactful in your life in high school. Right. Who, That's my goal. Taking that class. And, and hopefully you'll send out, like you said, a bunch of athletic trainers in the world. <laughs> that that was my goal when I started. I was That's like, cool. I want to give back. To what was given to me. Yeah. Ron, you've been on here before, but just in case someone's listening for the first time, quick, brief, you know, I know you invented fire, so real quick, if we can, you know. <laughs> fire came in just before oh, I came around. Okay. You're the, close, though. It's my bad. Was, uh, it, was it the wheel? I can't remember. It was the wheel. Oh. <laughs> you, you nailed it on that one. Um, so I, I graduated high school in southwest Oklahoma, and about a month or so before graduation, I had no clue what I was going to do, and we had a career counselor come out, visit the class, and at the time, back then, uh, sports medicine was one of the, in the top 10 growing fields. Hmm. And I'm like, well, that sounds kind of cool. Let me check into that. Uh, and I did end up going to Long Beach State for my undergrad. Um, I did my athletic training hours at Cerritos College for two years. Okay. And then got certified and then moved to Texas for my master's degree, uh, UT Tyler 
East okay. Texas, and then worked my way back to California. All right. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. It's almost been, well, next year will be 20 years since I got certified. Wow. So it's kind of crazy how fast it's going. Uh, and, and, and kudos to you, man. Like a lot of people, what's the new stat? They, they change careers or jobs, you know, seven times and whatever. But yeah, I was a little headstrong in, in that. Um, my family can attest to it. Like, this is what I went to school for. This is what I'm going to do. Hmm. Uh, it, it, there's been challenges along the way, but, <laughs> you know, I stuck with it. And, you know, I love it. Yeah. I, I do, you know, uh, piggybacking on what Kayla said, just being able to give back to the community and the kids um, mm. and, and hopefully help them have a good high school experience or whatever setting you work in as an athletic trainer is very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, before we kind of jump into maybe some of the questions, what, what have you guys seen in, um, it's interesting too that there's a bit of a gap here and, but the field has grown tremendously. What are some of the opportunities and doors have opened up through Athletic training, kinesiology, sports medicine, as maybe 20 years ago, that field wasn't very, like you said, it was the fastest growing field. I didn't have an athletic trainer in high school. I no. bet you a lot of people didn't. We didn't but, either. But yeah, right? And yeah. now here we are. What are some cool opportunities? What are doors open? What have you seen the benefits coming out of something like this for you personally and maybe other professionals in the field? That makes sense. Um, I feel like there's definitely a lot more respect now because mm. at first people were like, you just take people, like, what are you doing? Mm. But it's so much more than that. You learn so much more than that. Like you're more than just a taper. Like sometimes you have to be a therapist for somebody. Sometimes you have to like run somebody through a rehab protocol. Like there's so much more mm. now that's actually being appreciated. Mm. And then I feel like there's a lot of different opportunities for jobs. Like you can go work at Disneyland. <laughs> like in being an athletic trainer for their dancers or for their cast members, stuff like that. Oh, so I think it's growing a lot in that aspect that there's a wider range mm. of what you can do gotcha yeah definitely now the, the schooling for athletic training students coming up is a lot different than when i went through um i worked at cal baptist for a couple of years and mm. they uh, the first year they started their entry-level master's programs and um, the students they did rotations they did you know clinical rotations um see you didn't have football so they had to go to the place with football they did rotations uh, with the school surgeon. They did rotations in the ER. Mm. And mm -hmm. it's just stuff that I didn't have to do uh, coming mm. up through school, which is very interesting. Kind of wish I'd have got that opportunity. Mm. But, you know, Kayla's generation, athletic generation, athletic yeah, training I generation had to do all those gotcha. rotations. So they get to see a lot more mm. um, and experience a lot more, which is really good because I think that better prepares you. Because when I got certified, it's like, okay, you're certified. Here you go. Yeah. You know, and so, you know. You're in it, and you have to figure it out, mm. as opposed to um, maybe when Kayla came through, she had a little bit more um, experiences with different types of situations Yeah, yeah. that, that, that so. may have prepared them a little bit better. Yeah, uh, And I will say this, the opportunities, you know, are so different nowadays. And in the last 10 years, I've worked in a lot of those different settings, you know, the industrial settings. She mentioned Disneyland, which is great. Um you know, professional, we, we work in what's called the traditional setting, which is a high school. Mm. Um, but you've got, you know, a college, university, your pro, military employees, athletic trainers, mm. um, you know, for basic trainings and stuff like that. Yeah. The industrial setting is, is neat. Um, so there's just a lot of opportunities. I think that's the theme for this month, this year's athletic training month is ATs providing, like, where they provide services. And yeah. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, know, you can employ an athletic trainer in just about any setting mm. nowadays, which is really good. And that goes back to the respect that Kayla mentioned before, just 
there's a lot more respect for our position and what we can bring and what we can do. Yeah. You know, it's not just taping ankles and throwing yeah. an ice bag on somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, there's, there's a lot more to it. No. And, and that's, that is, it's, it's true. It's, you know, even in my own profession of being an AD, um, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years now, I remember, um, one of our, my, my first school, uh, I was a girl soccer coach and we, a girl uh, the day before uh, we were in a game and she got hit in the head and we felt she had a concussion. We didn't have an athletic trainer. So I just made the call to sit her. Um, she didn't play the rest of the game. She went home that night and I, was, I told her parents like, Hey, I think you should go get her checked out. And she came back to practice the next day and she's ready to play. And I was like, Hey, and you know, well, you're back. Like, are you okay? Like, yeah, my parents said I'm fine to play. It's great. I'm like, okay, well, how do you feel? She's like, I'm okay. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night with a bloody nose, but I'm okay. My parents said I can play. I'm like, nope. Like, <laughs> that's not happening. Like, I know enough to know. Like, that's not, I'm not putting you back in. Right. Um, but in that moment, you know, our school didn't have a full-time athletic trainer. It was, you know, 10 years ago. Where it was kind of becoming the thing um, to do. And I used that to just kind of put a proposal. Like, we need an athletic trainer. Because at the end of the day, you guys have that final call. Mm -hmm. It's not a coach. It's not an administrator. It's not a teacher. Um, and quite frankly, sure, every parent's a doctor to some degree. But a school relies on that athletic trainer to make that final call and you have that final say and there's just there's a lot of, you're right a lot of empowerment a lot of no this is their profession this is what they're supposed to do we got to trust them in what they're doing um and i remember in that moment I, I grew a lot of respect for like having to make that call because i was like no bloody nose i'm not putting you back in uh, that's <laughs> no way um okay so we're kind of on these lines a little bit but how have you seen um i'll start with this question how have you seen um, coming out of a pandemic, now we're what? Mm -hmm. oh, we're oh, one full year in of of sports, kind of going back to normal, right? Last year we kind of had all the sports hit the ground running yeah. at the same time, so injuries were expected. Injuries were maybe overuse, right? Mental fatigue. You can kind of pick and choose what we thought could have caused more injuries when everybody's playing at the same time. But here we are now, full school year in, kind of back to a routine. Have you seen an uptick in injuries? Have you seen things kind of go back to normal, for lack of a better word? Um, are kids mentally maybe just not as with it? Soft isn't the right word, but just not as mentally tough maybe because they've been out for so long. I don't know if this question is making sense. I'm just, have you seen in your profession an uptick in injuries, an uptick in issues, or if things kind of mellowed out again? I would say last year there was a big uptake just because everybody was being able to do everything all over again. Yeah. So you had kids playing three different sports at one time where they were doing high school ball and club ball. Mm -hmm. So with that, there was no rest period. So yeah. like there was a lot of overuse stuff then I feel, or just like a bunch of soreness that wouldn't go away because mm -hmm. you couldn't stop. Um, now I think it's probably back. Like just Seems the usual yeah. bumps and bruises. Like you have your occasional like catastrophic, not mm -hmm. catastrophic, but bad. Injury out of the loom, like yeah. broken collarbone, like ACL, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I think we're getting away partially from overuse. Um, but the mentality, I think it's starting to come back. Okay. Because in the very beginning last year, they were like, I don't know how to talk to you anymore. They were behind a screen. Thing. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing I noticed is people are finally learning how to come out of the shell gotcha. like from COVID. So. I think, you know, Pacifica was a little unique in the sense that we just kind of kept going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> uh, honestly, we may have been one of the only schools in Southern California that just kept trucking. Yeah. You know, we had kids on campus and stuff. So I think we got to alleviate a little bit of that, but I would agree. Like, you know, 
having to take a break because we did. Things got shut down. Um, and then having the kids all come back, a lot of them being inactive hmm. for that period of time. He did. He did see the, the uptick in the injuries. But you know, I would agree with Kayla. I think this year is just kind of it's back to your normal. You know, you got your normal seasons and what you would expect to see in those seasons. Hmm. Um, you still get those athletes with the overuse stuff just because you've got some kids that just don't stop. Yeah. You know, they go one sport right into the next and don't yeah. give themselves a break. But overall, I think I think a lot of it during the pandemic, there was a lot of the, um, you know, the emotional and the maybe the, the mental component. Yeah. And just either staying at home or mm-hmm. not being able to do things or, you know, there were a lot of people that were, you know, scared, yeah. for lack of a better word, you know, and concerning. And, you know, that's justifiable, I think. And then having to get themselves out back out there and stuff like that. So. It was definitely an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am happy though that we were able to kind of keep going mm. yes. and try to keep some sense of normalcy. Yeah. For you know the kids, the families, and ourselves. For, yeah. You know. So <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. yeah. For parents, you know, school is such an integral part of the family life, right? So mm-hmm. being able to be open and have kids, you know, getting out the energy and and and, and being active is which is very important, especially like you said, like when everyone else is kind of shut down. Um, in that sense, what is your guys' thoughts on how, and it's, I'm, I'm curious to know both your perspectives, but how has athletic training changed from maybe Ron when you stepped in to Kayla, even what you've seen change in the last two years with everything? Because now there's like return to play protocols if you've had COVID, right? There's like mm-hmm. return to play protocols for everything, it seems like nowadays. But what, what are some of the, the biggest differences you've seen um, you know, over your your twenty year career and even your three or four year career that you've been with us in in the the workforce workplace outside of school. So, so I guess since I have a bigger gap to cover, <laughs> um, and just the, a few bullet points. I mean, the wheel to now is a long time, so we just need a few things. <laughs> just, yeah, let me see if I can condense everything down. Um, I think the education component for athletic training okay. students has come a long way. We touched on that a little earlier. Um, technology does play. A role in that. Um, How so? I, we'll stop you there. I'm curious on that one. So, just with injury tracking software, okay, um, makes it easier for documentation. Well, it's supposed to make it easier for documentation. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, documentation is a huge thing. You want to make sure you're covering your basis with documenting everything that you do. It mm. protects the students, protects the school, protects yourself. Mm. Um, so, although, like when I came in, they pushed documentation. It's a lot easier now to type it up real quick, either on a you know, phone, computer, tablet, than it was to, oh, let me get the piece of paper out. If you're out on the field mm-hmm. and write it down, it's all, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. paper's all wrinkled. And it's, it was just a hassle or trying to remember everything you did once you got mm-hmm. off the field or whatnot. Um, mentioned education. I think one of the big things, concussions, concussion protocol has changed a lot. Dramatically. In mm-hmm. the last 20 years, you know, and there's a lot more attention paid to it. And not just for on the field now the return to learn you you know yeah now you know we correspond a lot and communicate a lot with the teachers when one of our athletes has a concussion to work with them in the classroom hmm. um, because there are protocols to mm-hmm. you know getting kids back in the classroom and how how they learn and how it affects homework and testing and yeah. just focus in class uh, the return to play protocol after having COVID um, I know a lot of schools especially in the LA County were extremely strict with that mm-hmm. we followed ours you know yeah to the best so. of our ability <laughs> huh? so i hope so i'm trusting yeah, you yeah. no no we did uh, but just you know learning how to deal with that and what to look for yeah. you know because now you're dealing with cardio issues you know yeah. um, or cardiac issues excuse me 
Um, and it's just it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. There's always something to learn in athletic training because it's ever evolving. Yeah. Um, what I like about it for me is, you know, especially with Kayla coming out just now, I get to learn something new. You know, mm-hmm. I know what I learned 20 years ago, and I know what I know from experience of doing it for 20 years. But there's always something new to learn. Yeah. And part of changing as you get older is being willing to adapt and mm-hmm. being flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think athletic trainers as a whole, the profession, you have to be Absolutely. flexible, think outside the box because you get back, you didn't have an athletic trainer in high school. I didn't have one, didn't have the budget. When you do have an athletic trainer, they're basically working out of a closet, <laughs> out of <laughs> no room at all. And, you know, minimal supplies and you have to, you get creative. Yeah. So the, the flexibility and being able to adjust and think on the fly over the years. Um, and that adds to your experience and, mm. you know, it's fun. It can be challenging, frustrating, but, uh, I guess those were a few bullet points. I could probably go on and on, but Kayla's turn. Kayla's turn. <laughs> I think I'm kind of like an awkward year. Cause when I first started, like with my community college, everything was still paper. And then over time, everything started to transition mm. to electronic. So I learned how to do both. I learned how to do the paper one. And then when I got into my college, they did everything on iPads. Mm. You just input everything that way. So I think I'm in a way blessed because I had both ends. Like I don't have to rely strictly on technology to get me through. Like I can also rely on everything else. And then I think with my generation of athletic training, we use a lot more modalities Mm. because those were coming out more. So like I do the cuppings, I do Graston's. Um, we had all of these different ways to do stems, like ultrasounds, which I'm sure was already there and stuff. But there was so many more changes to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like you, in a way, could help get an athlete back faster than mm. just like, let's wait it out and see. Like now yeah. we can manipulate tissues like different ways and stuff like that, hmm. which I think is really interesting. And they always like freak out about it. <laughs> like, am I going to get the circles? That's like the goal. I know. It's like a, like a cool thing to it do, It looks right? cool. Yeah. 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 Seriously. That is interesting to hear the, the different, and your part on um, just the advanced science, right, that there is now to help athletes and, you know, professional athletes, high school athletes, anywhere in between, get back faster. And, and mm-hmm. um, you're right. I see our kids um, who may be, 10, 15 years ago wouldn't recover as fast and, and we have a great staff and you guys don't work out of a closet anymore. No. Um, no we have a nice little yeah. facility there. Um, Phenomenal facility. So what 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 is some, you know, as we kind of tail in towards the end of our time together, what what is advice, you know, you guys would give to someone out there who has no idea, you know, there's so many different careers now you can jump into, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many different, and, and not all necessarily sports, just in general, but like I'm a high schooler and I, I, I'm a, want to take kinesiology in college sports medicine entices me it sounds interesting like what's advice what are things people should do um to you know talking to high schoolers out there right now um i would definitely say make sure you know yourself like if you are a person who cannot handle stressful situations or like high intensity situations like Mm -hmm. athletic training may not be for you Mm -hmm. because most days yeah they're super mellow like you don't have to do a lot But there's days where you have to, like, flip that switch and go into that, like, emergency Hmm. protocol. And you have to maintain a calm head. Yeah. Because if you're not calm, then that athlete's going to freak out. Hmm. So I think just knowing you, knowing what you can handle, knowing what you're capable of is 
the biggest aspect. And if you love sports, like this is a great job. <laughs> yeah, you get front row seats. Don't have to pay. Yeah, you travel with the team. Travel everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great answer. It's hard to follow that one. Um, <laughs> you know, I would say do your research if if it's something that you're. This is a field that you're interested. In, really do the research and see what it entails. Yeah. Um, there is some downtime. Yeah. Um, there is the travel, the long hours. Mm. <clears throat> it's, it's, it can be challenging with the long hours and stuff. I've gone, you know, and depending on the setting you're, you want to be in. Mm. If you want to be in a traditional setting, the hours are a little different than if you're working in an industrial setting or the clinical setting where it's more eight to five, nine to five weekends off mm. kind of a thing. So do your research and kind of see what setting you want to go into because that does play a Make it makes a big difference in yeah. choosing the profession, and if you can get into it. Mm. Um, but I agree. You know, it, you look at yourself. If 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 you were an athlete, or even if you weren't an athlete, but you love sports, coming up, I and mean, this is a, a fantastic profession. Mm. I mean, you're just around the athletic world the entire mm. time, but you're not limited to the athletic world mm. because you can go work in the industrial setting. You can yes. go work in the military. You can go, you can do other things with yeah. it. Um, and if you enjoy learning about the human body and helping Absolutely. other people and giving back, this is a great profession for you. But you got to do the research. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll help to, you know, with Kayla, your role being out of school and teaching. And does, does your school district or Los Amigos, right, you mm -hmm. said, do they offer kind of like TA programs for these kids? So can they be in the class and then, you know, uh, be like a TA to an athletic trainer and go shadow them and work practices and stuff like that. Is that common in high school for kids to do that? I think it is, but I don't know. Like, um, most high schools do. I remember mine did it. Like you could go be a student aide, and if there is like a medical class like that, then mm. most of the time it's potentially the athletic trainer who teaches it. So okay. it just goes kind of hand in hand. Gotcha. Um, I feel like mine does, but I haven't investigated that as gotcha. much. But I think it is a great thing because I've had so many kids ask me like, how do I know? How do I get into this? And yeah. so you just need to go intern. You need to mm -hmm. literally shadow somebody for a day and be like, is this something I can see myself doing? Yeah. Is this something that I like? Because yeah. it's sometimes you just need that taste. Yeah, and right. you're like, yes, or oh, like, no thanks. <laughs> well, and, and, and I'd have to imagine you, I love you guys or you're a valuable part of our team, but you have to also have this like willingness to serve. I feel like because like you guys are the ultimate, you know, all our coaches, you know, they all we all love our kids. I'm a coach, too. But, you know, we're trying to win games. We're trying to, you know, win our get our winning percentages up. But you guys is I mean, I feel day in and day out. You're truly there to serve people. You're there to serve the kids. You're there to serve the parents. And like if you don't have that heart of service, I could see where it can get hard and you can you can become bitter that all you do is serve ungrateful kids all day. But like, um, <laughs> but the reality is, is I've never seen that from you guys. You've always showed up day in and day out and you've served our community. And I, I, I'm so grateful for that. And I think as people look into the world of athletic training, you need to have a heart of service because I feel like that Absolutely. is pretty much what you're doing every day. <laughs> yeah. um, so last question before we, we go, who wins March Madness? Let's go. Brackets are getting done. We need to know who you guys are picking. And if you know, just if you don't, if you don't follow basketball, just pick a team. We'll see what happens. The one that has the pretty colored jersey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's literally how I pick them is, like, uh, by their name. And if their jersey looks cool. Austin's the one who always wins. I was going to say, oftentimes you're right. All the yeah, way. Oftentimes you're right. What about you? You know, I fill out my bracket. I got the Zags winning. Really? I don't know if my heart's in it, but just kind of going through it, they're pretty They're pretty good. All right. I, I'm not necessarily rooting for them, but that's who I chose <laughs> because, you know, there's bragging rights on the line. So. 
True. I put yeah. Duke, but you know, we felt three brackets, so who knows what it'll be. I know, next. right? <laughs> My other two. Well, um, thank you guys for your time. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for all the trainers out there. Um, this is a special edition of our Trite Nation podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can go to our new athletic website that is up finally, pacificathletics.org. Um, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Thanks, guys.